17 weeks, four quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning, winning try. Sunday's game poured out, introduced Todd Munkin's offense to the, the Ravens fan base, the Ravens flock. And so while, yes, they mustered up clearly enough points to beat the Houston Texans and they covered the spread, which was depending on, you know, whoever you look nine and a half, ten, um, it, it, it was a struggle at some times. Um, so when you looked at Munkin's system in week one, uh, what did you see? What did you like? What did you not like? I, I, and I want to start here. Um, I saw a lot of people complaining about um, the usage of Zay Flowers and to the, the point where maybe they felt like he was being force-fed the ball. And to that, I'd argue Zay Flowers was open and had a lot of single coverage at times um, and easily looked like one of their best offensive weapons. I have no problem with, uh, with an offensive coordinator saying, I'm going to keep feeding one of our best players the ball until a team stops them. And, you know, Zay had a good day. So th- I- I'm sorry. I-, I know people weren't too happy about it. I love it. And I absolutely, I don't have a problem with it. If you can't stop the young man, keep giving him the ball. So that's where I stand. I'm good with Todd Monken in that regard. Didn't like sometimes he would do the same play back to back, like the plays in the flat mm-hmm. and like literally the exact same play. Yeah, you don't have to do that. But I have no problem with Zay Flowers getting the targets that he got on Sunday by any means. I just wanted to point that out. But from your perspective, when you watch this offense, yes, they were rusty as well. We we talked about that already. Um, What did you see? Did you see anything promising um, moving forward for the season? What did you feel about Todd Monken's debut? Yeah, I mean, I I agree with you. I didn't feel like they were necessarily force-feeding Zay. I think that we just haven't seen the Ravens utilize a wide receiver in that way before. Um, We've seen it done with Mark Andrews, you know, maybe not in the same way, maybe not on just bubble screens and stuff like that, but we've seen Mark Andrews come out of a game with 10 plus targets. Um, So I think it was just different to see a wide receiver giving the ball that way. And it may look forced because they're getting the ball to Zay a couple of times, just quick, just, they want to get it in his hands and see if he can make people miss, uh, which he is able to do. I yep. don't know if that's what it'll look like every week. I'm, right. I'm not I'm not sold that that's what it – I, I wanted to ask Harbs that on Monday, but he is so, you know, picky on when he wants to give out that type of information that I, I kind of, you know, want to see it for myself, give it a little bit of time just to see how it goes. But I, I, I don't believe that that's going to be – the way it looks every week. As we've already said, the offense was never on time. It was never on time. And I think a lot of those quick passes to Zay was to help with the timing. I think that's what that was. I think it was to kind of stabilize uh, the offense a little bit. It's it's an extension of the run game. Um, And it's to get Lamar in a little bit of a rhythm, get the offense moving, hit the perimeter, see if you can make something shake. But I, I, I don't think that we honestly saw the real Todd Monk in offense just yet. It's tough when your quarterback is being pressured pretty much every other play and isn't even able to really go through his reads. And some, and it got to the point like, like it does with any quarterback 
once they realize they don't have but so much time, they take their eyes start to drop quicker. And you get to the point to where Lamar is now just in scramble mode. And even on times where he may have a little bit of time, he's just already in scramble mode because all game he's gotten pressured. So I just think we didn't really get to see the true Todd Monk in offense. Um, but I think that could be a good thing for them. You know, going into Cincinnati, sure, you got to see a couple of the different looks that they have, but you didn't really see them execute anything on Sunday. I I, I think if you're the Ravens, they feel pretty good about the fact that they barely scratched the surface um, on Sunday and still won by double digits. Yeah, I mean, I, obviously, they're not going to pull out all the stops for the Texans. And again, Maybe that was just them underestimating that defense because remember, D'Amico Ryans is their head coach now. So he's a defensive minded coach. Um, and I thought that they pre- played pretty well, considering, right, um, on that side of the ball. Let me be clear. So I, I definitely think that, you know, you weren't pl- pulling out all the stops. This, I don't want to call this a preseason game because obviously this game counts towards the record, but for, for the Ravens, um, this was more like back in the day when they, you had four preseason games. This was like the third preseason game where you saw the starters play at least a half, right? Um, this really was just like them just trying to get the rust off, them just trying to get some things off. He didn't do a whole bunch of exotic things. Yes, he did a couple of exotic run plays, but I think that when you're used to Greg Roman's offense, I don't know what exactly what that means, right? Um, And I don't think that uh, opposing teams knows what that means as of yet. He did add a couple of wrinkles in the run game. I just don't think that that we saw a ton. And I I think that they didn't feel like they had to because of the opponent in which they were playing in the Houston Texans. I do think that what happens next week will give you a little bit more of an idea of what Munkin wants to do offensively. Um, I do like the adjustments that he made. Obviously, the offensive line was struggling. Um, in the first half. So, you know, he brought in uh, Pat Ricard to to do some six-man blocking. He added some chips um, on the outside to the wide receivers as well as the tight ends. So he was helpful in that regard. Um, added some more um, options in the flat for Lamar and to make sure that that was available. Um, but also, I feel like, you know, the players also have to give take what's there. And by that, I mean, when you hear Houston Texans players saying that we knew Lamar was going to want to stay in the pocket and he basically played to our strengths, Lamar has to remember that I I get it. I understand you want to be known as a quarterback that can throw in the pocket, but you have achieved so much in your young career. You've already won an MVP, You've, you've already received a large Um, amount of money because of who you are, because of your style of play. And I think it's important for him to still remember who he is in certain moments, right? And by that, I mean use his legs because there were lanes that was open. He just wasn't taking them. Mm -hmm. And it's okay for you to still do that. You don't take, as Lamar Jackson, as the quarterback, you don't take bad hits when you're running. That's just not what you do. You've always been careful in that regard. So I, I think Lamar has to get back to that when, when things are breaking down. But I also think that Munkin has did a good job in making adjustments in the second half, something that I think a lot of people complained about in the previous offensive schemes. 